Hi, this is Lisa Hazard with We're All Psychic. So soon I will be interviewing my husband, Mikey Hazard, and I will ask him if we're all psychic. And before I do that interview, I'd like to talk about telepathy, because I am pretty convinced he's a telepath, and I think we all can access those parts of us, as you all are well aware. So in preparation for this interview, I'd like to read a chapter from a book I wrote under the pen name Clara Masai. The book is called Psychic First Steps, and it's free everywhere in digital format. Some of the references from the book might be a little outdated. Some terms have changed meanings, or maybe I didn't know them correctly then. Or I never know, but I'm going to go ahead and start. This is a short chapter, and it is chapter 3, Telepathy. When I was a kid, I always knew what other kids thought of me. It didn't come through as clear word-for-word thoughts. It is what is known as clairsentience. Nowadays, it's called claircognizance. Clairsentience is simply knowing things, having information deposited into your brain. Where does it come from? How does it happen? Questions abound, yet it happens to me, and it probably happens to you. Maybe I'm adding a little bit here and there as I go, guys. Many telepaths can actually hear thoughts from other people's minds projected into their own. But the thoughts are dumped in there through clairsentience. Telepaths' minds make words of a myriad complications of thought. A telepath can understand what a person is verbally expressing while in conversation by some kind of understanding of how the other person thinks. This is a mysterious metaphysical topic, aren't they all? From my experience, most telepaths don't know they're telepaths. They think everyone experiences life like they do. What is that experience like? How can I even describe it? I'll do my best and see if you relate. You may be a telepath and, like most, not know it. Let's try an example. You're in a room with a few people at your best friend's house. The walls are red. There are interesting paintings. You look around, but you're more impacted by the people you are surrounded by. This is different from empathy, in that empaths sense feelings. You're getting brain information rather than emotional states. Sure, you know the layout of the room, but you also know what each person is thinking. Not in exact words. No, but you understand what they're going on about if they're talking, probably better than they do themselves. The guy in the knit hat is worried his girlfriend is attracted to your best friend whose house you're at. Your friend is wondering how to play a guitar lick on a song he picked out for everyone to hear. The girl in the corner who came alone is off in her own world, and you probably know what it is. Family trouble, most likely. Or she's just uncomfortable with herself because she thinks she can't compare to other people and sounds smart enough. But you know it's both. If you don't know you're a telepath, you may assume everyone in the room is having the same experience you're having at any given moment. But that might not be so. The other people are just being. Some of them may be telepaths, and if they are, I bet you feel a connection to them somehow. Like them, you don't like them, but you know you are alike. I'll try to clarify clairsentience, or claircognizance. It's an instinct, in my opinion. It's observing the world around you and having knowledge dropped into your conscious brain. You may acknowledge it as sentences, as thoughts. You may experience it as a split-second knowing. Telepathy is this kind of knowing. You can't help it, you just know. How does it happen? Someday, I believe, as stated about metaphysical topics in general, it will be understood. Telepathy has many bad connotations. Mind readers taking over people's innermost secrets and exploiting them. The bad guy in fantasy novels can read the heroine's thoughts before she pulls out the hidden knife, therefore foiling her plot. 
in real life outside of novels and movies. Most telepaths feel quite alone and solitary. Misunderstood, because while they can get other people's meanings, nobody seems to get theirs. It's all mind work, mental exercise. A telepath's mind is never at rest. Many artistic types and scientists are telepaths, creators. They find like-minded people and stick with them through everything. They get each other. In my experience with my own weak form of telepathy, I could tell if a man was interested in me and in what way, sexually, intellectually, artistically. I can tell when my parents aren't approving. I know when kids are lying or thinking about something they feel guilty about thinking of, and I can usually tell what it is they're thinking. Are these thoughts for real? In psychiatry, schizophrenics have what's called thought insertion. It's not too different, and for all I know, it's the same. Thought insertion is when a random thought crosses your mind and you have no idea where it came from. For some, thought insertion can be so dramatic that it causes them to disconnect from what most call reality. But reality isn't the topic here. It's just a mere suggestion of reality which lies beyond the scientific knowledge at this point in time. If you are listening to this, you have experiences nothing can explain. Possibly. I have no explanations. But I do have tips to help you not go crazy and to adapt to what you may be experiencing. Telepaths need to identify who and where their ideas come from. Unlike empathy, where you build protection from imagination, telepaths must use a mind construct. It has to be logical or the telepath will not accept it. So a first step is accepting you know things you have no reason knowing. You have thoughts coming from what seem like nowhere. You try to communicate with words to people who do not have telepathy developed, but they don't get your point. You have to overcome the frustration. So you accept you have the strange thing happen to you, and then you figure out a way to not be frustrated. Others are not in tune. A good way, I think, to do this is to ask lots of people lots of questions. It may seem mundane. You, as a telepath, usually let the room rule the conversation and prefer one-on-one, -on -one, if that's possible. So get your one-on-one -on -one person and just pick her brain, even if you do know the answers. Then a surprising thing happens. They start reading you, too. Your mind. You link up in a way, if that phrasing works for you. They'll ask you questions. A conversation develops. But there's more going on. A telepath can bring a person's subconscious mind to the conscious. If you are a telepath, you can relieve your demons of knowing by making others know and they will love you for this. So that was the excerpt from the book, and I hope y'all got something out of it, and I hope my husband, who is listening while I make this, has some ideas for the interview. And I'll let you know when that's gonna happen. We have to get in the mood, and you know how that goes. You have to wait for the mood to get in the mood. So, <laughs> thank you for listening, and again, this is Lisa Hazard with We're All Psychic. Have a great day.